Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I refuse to use, no doubt, continues now. This, my fellow Americans, is a very unique day. It's what? February 29th, leap year, 2024. Very unique day. Uh, some people have their birthdays on February 29th. Uh, I guess they every four years get a birthday. Kind of interesting. A lot of people celebrate on a different day. Some people love the mystique about that and everything else. I find it fascinating. Our goal to promote God, family, and country and to protect life, liberty, and property no matter when your birthday is. How do you like that? This is the broadcast of February 29th, hour two of two. The goal always, as you know what it is, I hope by now. Yeah, make America great again by making America moral and religious again. Without that, folks, we're cooked. Our goose is cooked. With that, ladies and gentlemen, there's tremendous hope indeed. All right, um, you want to know what's going on in the Trump world? Man, there's all kinds of movement on Trump's cases. Fannie Willis and crew are just melting down. Uh, but yet the Donald seems to just be always on the hot seat, always spending money, raising money for lawsuits, lawfare, lawfare, till the, till the cows come home. Martha Zoller uh, is a well-known talk show host in Georgia, and I did an interview with her Check it out. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the network refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for, well, it's a pre-recorded interview. But have no fear. You'll hear it soon on your radio. How do you like that? Our goal always is to promote God, family, and country, and to protect life, liberty, and property, and to do so in the traditions of our founding fathers. Ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. The checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers. One of the great peaceful, restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. Welcome to the show. Hope you're all doing absolutely fantastic. We have Martha Zoller with us. She's a well-known talk show host in Georgia. And she just made Talkers Magazine Woman of the year talkers.com to check that out 2023 uh, is when it happened but it was just you know very recently there if you will uh in my mind and so welcome to the broadcast martha thank you so much it's great to be with you now are you even allowed to say woman of the year these days are you can you do that yeah well i mean clearly um <laughs> talkers magazine knows what a woman is because it does matter i mean nothing makes me me uh, more angry is the way, you know, being a woman means something, okay? I entered yes, the workforce does. in 1980. I uh, have raised children. I have been through a lot of stuff, and it matters, and I'm glad that Talkers Magazine is still doing Woman of the Year. Amen. Couldn't agree more. Uh, where I come from, men are men, women are women, and we're delighted about that because uh, then we That's have right. long-lasting marriages that way, Martha. That's right. Absolutely. My husband is, uh, uh, you know, it's funny because we're going to, we're getting ready to celebrate 34 years of marriage and, um, it is, you know, it's the best institution ever. We have more fun now than we've ever had. I love it. I'm a newlywed. I've only been married for 32 years coming up. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I went to Branson, Missouri. And I thought we had been married for a long time, and I went to Branson, uh, and we were at these plays, and it was just fantastic, and all these different productions. And they asked how old people were married and stuff like that. And, man, there was people that were there were 75 years, 70 years, 68 years, and I was just shocked. 
And and I walked yeah, my, away from that going, man, I want to be like that. Yeah, my in-laws just celebrated their 72nd wedding anniversary. And, um, you know, they've, they, it's been, you know, it's been a long time. They've been married since they were 19. They're both 91 now. Well, give them a big old shout out. Congratulations to them from us, uh, the Liberty Roundtable yeah. Live team. Now, Martha, you've been uh, in Georgia as a Republican insider, uh, as a successful mid-morning talk show host for a long time. You've got your finger on the pulse of everything going down in Georgia, right? I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, it's getting wild and woolly fast, isn't it? It really is. I mean, last week was unbelievable uh, with everything that happened related to uh, President Trump's uh, case and the Bonnie Willis, uh, Nathan Wade relationship. Uh, there was a lot of drama last week, but there's also all kinds of other things going on as far as, you know, getting ready for our primary. We are not Super Tuesday, but we are the week after Super Tuesday. So things are starting to get focused like a laser beam. Can I just ask you about this Super Tuesday thing? What I don't understand is why are we having different people try to preempt Super Tuesday, be later than Super Tuesday? It almost seems like the staggered uh, thing kind of amounts to election fraud where you get certain people believing that certain people have already won and lost and everything else. It seems like we should make it all the same day. Well, I think that the primaries, it's, it's, they're set up so that these candidates can travel around and make their case. Kind of the idea was to do it before the bubble went up around them and you can't get to them, which is what ultimately happened. But also the idea was to get the decisions out of the smoke-filled rooms and let the people decide uh, who the nominees are. And really... It's the party activists that really decide because your primary turnout is about half of what your general election turnout is. So, you know, it, it is a different group of people that's, that's coming out and deciding the primary. Yeah, I'm just saying by the time you separate Republican and Democrat, and then you go ahead and separate the people that attend the primaries versus who don't. And then by the time you, I mean, it just seems like we're just slicing and dicing this thing as narrow and as small uh, as we can get it. And I'd like to really... Uh, focus more on people uh, and what they stand for uh, and what kind of um, credentials they have for the office and what their historical stances on issues have been. I'd rather kind of vet candidates in that fashion rather than the way we're doing it now. Well, I do think that there's definitely some issues around how we do it now. And I do think that also when you look at historically how we've cited these things, you know, in the, in the first, I think, three elections in our republic, it was the number one and two guy became president and vice president. We found out really quickly that that didn't work very well, because if you got a, a person that ran against the other person, it, it doesn't really, you know, it doesn't really work very well. So that's when we came up with this idea of a ticket, you know, that you have somebody that's the, the nominee. But we're very different than our European brothers and sisters because we don't elect just on the basis of party. It is, to your point, very personality driven. I remember a number of years ago in 08, I had an intern that was from Austria and she went to the conventions with me and she was like, oh, I get it now. You guys are about the personality. You know, so a, so a person with a good personality is going to do better than the party will. So I've been thinking a lot about that ever since 
I met her because I do think that it's more about what they accomplish than it should be the personality. And not only what they accomplish, but what they put on their list that they will do and who they surround themselves with as well. I mean, Donald and Nikki yeah. couldn't be more different, to make the point. Yeah, they really couldn't, but it is such an interesting thing them because Nikki Haley, of course, was a Tea Party governor. She was a two-term governor in South Carolina. Um, she went on to be ambassador for Donald Trump. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting. It does makes a lot of sense as far as the numbers game that we're in right now because we only have a two-seat majority in the House of Representatives. And then, of course, President Trump, I don't think, I think that he, so the Republican Party, as you know, he's had a lot of party affiliations in his lifetime. And uh, he switched to the Republican Party right before the Republican uh, election of 2016. And so he's a bit of a newcomer to related, I mean, relatively to the Republican movement, but he, you know, did very well in 2016 and, and also in 2020. What do you think is going to happen with this uh, Willis case and everything else? Are they going to be removed from the um, the deal on this? And is it going to throw the whole case in the favor of Donald? What do you think is going to happen on the ground? Well, at all, I think the case has been falling apart for several months. I mean, there's been a lot of plea deals. But, but again, the challenge is when you do a plea deal is that the person who does the plea deal has admitted to lying. Okay, so when they end up supposedly a lot of them were going to turn and testify against President Trump. But what you can say very easily is, are you lying now or were you lying then? And it, it, it creates more of a problem. So this case has been falling apart before we saw what happened with Bonnie Willis and Nathan Wade. And personally, I didn't think she helped herself by testifying last week. She was combative. She was argumentative. I am sure as a district attorney, and a good lawyer, she is a good lawyer, she's done a lot of good work, that she's probably advised all of the witnesses Us? she's ever talked all right, let's go ahead and take a quick pause. We'll come back to the Martha Zoller interview. She's a well-known talk show host in Georgia. She's a columnist, does a phenomenal job. She's an author and a whole lot more. She became Woman of the Year, according to Talkers Magazine, Talkers.com. Check that out. Back in a flash, more details on your radio. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements, too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, 
and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Decades after Jimmy Carter, Joe Biden picked up where he left off with America surrendering to terrorists. Biden's foolish spending is causing inflation, which means more pain at the pump, higher prices on groceries, devaluing your retirement savings when you need it most. Once was a mistake, twice is a disaster. America needs strong leaders, not weak ones. Save America JFC is responsible for the content of this advertising. With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, we're in the middle of a Martha Zoller interview, ladies and gentlemen. You say, who's Martha? Well, she became Woman of the Year, according to Talkers.com. Talkers Mag doing a great job highlighting this. Who is she? She's an author. She's a columnist. She's a media personality. She does the Martha Zoller Show. She's a former Republican candidate for the United States House of Representatives. MarthaZoller.com is where you check out her incredible work. Um, uh, anyway, there's the best of the Martha Zoller show available at MarthaZoller.com uh, and more. So anyway, we'll talk about that. But here's the interview. It continues. She was combative. She was argumentative. I am sure as a district attorney and a good lawyer, she is a good lawyer. She's done a lot of good work that she's probably advised all of the witnesses she's ever talked to to only answer the questions they're asked. Okay, I do crisis communications for candidates. And I tell them the same thing. You only answer the question you are asked. That's not what she did. She opened the door to a bunch of other stuff. Now, this whole thing, I do think she's likely to be removed. But the whole thing hinges upon if the judge believes that she had a bunch of cash laying around that she used to pay for her part of these trips. If the judge believes that, then she may stay on the case, but she will be damaged. If he does not believe that, she will be removed from the case, and then the case will also be damaged. Either way, this is a huge win for Donald Trump and a serious problem for the case. Uh, the judge is in a very tough spot now. Yeah, I think he is. And I think that, um, you know, the whole problem is that she did not disclose this relationship. It, she thinks it hinges a lot on how long it was, when it started, all that kind of stuff. No, it's that you and I, I mean, I've worked for big companies in my career. I'm sure you've worked for big companies in your career. There are situations where a lot of people date that work together. That happens. But you have to disclose it. And generally, they don't let people working in the same departments or on the same cases who are in a relationship together do that. So I think they've made a huge mistake in how they've handled this. So we've got this case. We've got the ridiculous thing that happened in New York with this this fine, this $300-plus fine that uh, was given. I think that will be overturned. I think the president will win in the Supreme Court, and he will be on the ballot in Colorado and Nevada. And the other states that were thinking about taking him off the ballot will not do it because that will be settled in the Supreme Court. And then, you know, I just don't believe that you should, you should go after your political opponents with, with 
um, the judicial system. I mean, there is a reason why the Trump administration did not pursue cases against Hillary Clinton, because they did not want to be seen as somebody who went after their political opponents, and he did the right thing in that case. We need to we need to not do this, and we need to not continue to have this be the way things are handled. It's really turned into nothing but a clown show with almost every one of these cases, and I submit to you that it's helping Donald Trump immensely, where the people are just oh, going, yeah. look, this ought not to be. This isn't even about Donald anymore. This ought not to be to anybody, right? No, I agree 100%. I think it's helped him a lot more than anybody thought it would, and I think that in helping him, um, you know, it's it's made him sympathetic. Now, what I would say to the former president, if he asked my advice, I would say you need to spend less time talking about the people you're mad at and more time talking about what you're going to do if you're reelected. Um, I think that the people that he has lost, there's roughly about 35% of the electorate. I'm not talking about Republicans. I'm talking about of the total electorate. There's about 35% of the total electorate that is a hard yes for Donald Trump. Then there's about another 15% that are a little squishy, okay? And then there's another 5 or 10% that need to be brought back into the fold. And that's what he needs to be focusing on right now. He needs to be focusing on policy, about what he's going to do differently, how he's going to handle the debt, that kind of thing, because I think those people that he needs to win back over, that that's what they need to hear. He also needs to highlight who he's going to surround himself with, because a lot of us the first time felt like he chose a lot of bad people to make decisions. His advisors were bad the first go-round. And if he surrounds himself with the right people, it builds the confidence that we need. And if he doesn't, then it goes the other direction fast, don't you think? Yeah, and I think, too, that, that and I know it's his nature. My dad was a New Yorker. I completely understand that personality that, that you know, if, if you cross me, I'll never forget, and I will hit you twice as hard as you hit me. I understand that, that thing, but the problem he did was that he did bring people in that weren't quite ready for the jobs he put them in, and then when he'd get rid of them, he'd badmouth them on the way out the door, and so... He yeah, in other words, to, you've got to do what you expect, right? That's right. And you need to, and I think you said it best, you need to inspire confidence. And that's, you know, I know that he has a lot of confidence in himself, but he needs to make sure he has confidence in the people around him. And confidence in the general population. Those are the people that are going to elect him at the end of the day. He needs to build their that's confidence. Right. The way you do that is by being, in my opinion, uh, you could be a dignified leader, and you can just say, look, these are witch hunts against me. Uh, but you don't have to spiral down and, and, and play their game either. You can you can kind of Reagan-esque be above it if you're wise. Yeah, I mean, you remember the famous line that Reagan said in the debate when they brought up his age, and he said, he said, you know, he was just so clever. He says, I'm not going to let my opponent's youthful inexperience get in the way of this debate. Now, that was a different subject, but he did it with humor. You know, he did it with, with um, and I'm not, nobody's ever going to be Ronald Reagan, okay? Ronald Reagan was a once-in-a-lifetime uh, politician. He knew how to, to bring people on board, and he had a great way of picking people around him. But... What he, what you can learn from Ronald Reagan is to just let certain things roll off your back. Yeah, not only did he, not only did he do it with humor, but he virtually dismissed the topic at the same time. 
It's like, all right, yeah. clown show done. Next, let's get to the real business yeah. of governing here, uh, right? Yeah, absolutely. And and even though, yes, he had to give some things up to get some things, um, he was he was able to accomplish most of the things he promised to do, and he ultimately, you know, brought down the Soviet Union and into the Cold War. So it was it was a great a great presidency. And you know what? He challenged a sitting president all the way in in 1976, and it set up, you know, one of the biggest landslides in the history of our electoral process for 1980. All right. Who Donald picks is going to be really critical. We'll keep an eye on that ball. But I want to go back to this Fannie Willis and the cash discussion, because they literally in court said, hey, we don't mean to be the racist thing here, but... You know, it's a black thing. You know, black people keep cash at their house. Didn't they just expose every black family to possible robbery, thinking, hey, man, all you got to do is go to a black person's house and get cash? Why would you ever say that kind of thing in the first place? Well, or say how much it is when really Fonnie Willis has spent so much money on this Trump case instead of on the real crimes that have been committed in Fulton County uh, and, and the people that have had crimes committed against them. Then she says... I've got in one piece of testimony she said up to fifteen thousand dollars, and another piece of testimony she said nine thousand dollars. And to say you've got that amount of cash now, look, I don't think it's unusual to have a little bit of cash in your house. But wait, you know, but hold on, 10, hold on. But it doesn't matter if you're black or white, though. Hold on, That's Martha. Right. It has nothing to That's do with right. black or white either. Absolutely, I keep a little cash in my house because you never know when the power's going to go down. I or when the when the Chinese are going to get the power grid and we're not going to be able to have our money. So, oh, so I no. make sure I got a little bit. But I, but I can't <laughs> believe they turned it into a racial issue, and they also kind of suggested that, hey, if you go to a black person's house, they're going to have cash. That's just a black thing. I don't know why you would expose the whole, I don't want to say black nation, but whatever you want to say, I don't know why you would expose anybody to that in the first place. Well, because she's got to play the race card because that's all she's got. Because it doesn't matter who you are. Um, to have a relationship with somebody who's a direct report of yours, I don't care if he's under contract or if he's an actual employee, um, because that's now the thing they're saying, oh, well, he was just a contract worker, so it's not the same thing. No, it is the same thing. If you are going to have, I know that workplace romances happen every day, okay? I'm not so naive as to think that that doesn't happen. But when you're in a high-profile case like that, and you're getting paid $650,000, you ought to know that you should disclose a relationship like that. Well, and it's it's one thing for the average Joe. It's another thing for high-class attorneys that should know the law, know the rules. That should know uh, and better. And at that point, it's a different game too, right? Absolutely. They should know better. They should know better. And they acted. Now, he was funny, Nathan Wade, because he you could tell that he was not telling the whole truth. Because he must have drank a gallon of water while he was in there. They kept bringing him bottles of water. And I'm thinking to myself, your mouth only gets that dry when you're kind of uncomfortable about what you're doing. So I think for me, I think it was just, I think they'd gotten together on their testimony. They lied about the fact that they didn't meet because they did. And I think that the, the judge did the best he could in controlling the situation, but he let her... Um, go a little too far, I think. When you bring in Nathan to say, oh, yeah, cash. When you bring in uh, Fanny and, oh, yeah, cash. And then they bring in Dad and say, oh, yeah, cash. I, I taught my daughter that from the cradle up. It's a black thing. And you know, no doubt that's coordinated testimony, right? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And they were asked, did they coordinate? And they said no. So, again, it will depend on what um, the judge believes. But it was so funny because while it was happening. All right. All right. Hang tight. We'll take a quick pause. We'll finish this Martha Zoller interview in seconds. It was a great interview. She's spot on doubling down from Georgia, telling you what's really going on on the ground. This is a sham, folks. Why haven't we already removed Fannie and Nathan from this thing, huh? What is happening? Where is justice? Where is transparency and accountability? We need to call a halt to the con game. I'll tell you that right now. Liberty Roundtable live in seconds. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News. I'm Ryan Daniels. Former President Donald Trump is thanking U.S. Supreme Court justices for agreeing to hear arguments in his immunity claims case over charges he interfered in U.S. government election proceedings after November 2020. He expressed gratitude via Truth Social following the high court's decision announced Wednesday to hear the immunity arguments and make a ruling. The FAA is giving Boeing a 90-day ultimatum to address its quality and safety concerns. USA's John Schaefer has more. Following a day-long meeting on Wednesday, it was reported that an FAA-commissioned investigation revealed a disconnect between the company's leadership and its workforce on safety matters. The investigation also highlighted employees' concerns about potential repercussions, such as reassignment or limited career advancement, for reporting safety issues. Both President Biden and former President Trump will visit the U.S.-Mexico border as controversy over the handling of the immigrant influx continues. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. President Biden will travel to Brownsville, Texas to meet with U.S. Border Patrol agents, law enforcement, and local leaders. Meanwhile, former President Trump is set to visit Eagle Pass. The two leaders enter the Lone Star State as Biden's expected to renew a call for Republican lawmakers in D.C. to reconsider the U.S. Senate's bipartisan border security and foreign aid deal that would allow a U.S. administration to shut down the border if needed. It was a deal Trump opposed. And President Biden's physician confirms his fitness for presidential duty following a routine physical at Walter Reed Wednesday. A medical summary indicates no new concerns. The president opted out of a cognitive test, the White House citing doctor's advice that it was unnecessary. This is USA News. Hey, here's a question. After you wear your clothes, you toss them in the washing machine, right? Nobody wants to wear dirty clothes. So how do we don't throw your shoes in the washing machine when they get dirty? I mean, come on. Your shoes are touching the filthy ground all day long. Gross. But with Skechers, you can. Because most Skechers are machine washable. That's right. Skechers are specially made so you can toss them right in the washing machine and keep them clean and looking new. And when they look new, you can confidently wear them longer. That's less shoes you're going to want to throw away, which means less waste. And it'll save you tons of dough. I love that. Plus, machine washable Skechers are for the whole family, men, women, and kids. So when your kids get their shoes dirty, oh, and we know they will, just wash them. Brilliant. And even our latest technology, new hands-free Skechers slip-ins are washable. You just step right in and go without bending down or even touching your shoes. So give your Skechers the same treatment you give your clothes. Just toss them in the washing machine and keep them looking brand spanking new. Find machine washable Skechers at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish footwear happens to be sold. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine. 
the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. I think that my family has always had a big influence on me for not smoking because since I was little I was taught that smoking was wrong. Recent studies indicate that smoking among teens often leads to the use of alcohol and other drugs. I think having faith in God is a big part in it because the way I was raised has helped to avoid smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. This is a battle. A battle between truth and deceit. A battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com Looking for an IT partner that truly understands your needs? Managed IT Services is the answer. We meet with you regularly to discuss your goals and form a tailored technology plan. Our customers have called us a trusted advisor who delivers. When it comes to IT, we do it all. Firewalls, cloud storage, server migration, and more. Say goodbye to long-term contracts and hello to a team that earns your business month after month. Call 801-706-6980 now and let Managed IT Services transform your IT experience. All right, back with you live, Sam Bushman on your radio. Hard-hitting talk at your fingertips. LibertyRoundTable.com, LovingLiberty.net. By the way, check out the Loving Liberty cell phone app. Fantastic smart app. You can listen to the shows live and on demand. It's pretty cool. You can go to the schedule, and if you click on the play, uh, it'll show you when a show's live or airing the latest uh, episode. Uh, So on the radio live, if you will, whether it's uh, a rebroadcast, it's still on the radio live, right? You turn on the radio and it. It plays midstream. Uh, so you can it tells you if it's live or not. You can click, and it'll either play the live or the podcast in the schedule straight away. So it's pretty neat stuff. Check it out. Um, go on the and, or the uh, Apple Store uh, and download LovingLiberty.net, the app. It's great. It's free. It's available now. Check it out. All right. We're uh, talking to Martha Zoller about what's going on in Georgia with the Fannie Willis and uh, Nathan Wade, uh, sh- shocker fiasco. I mean, it's just off the rails. They literally are documenting in court how they literally had sex in their law office before um, they were told in court they said they had a relationship. So they lied in court, perjured themselves. Look, the media loves these sex cases. They took Bill Clinton down over this in a way, but not really. It was a way to make us all incensed. It was a way to drag sexual promiscuity and uh, all that into the limelight. It's a disgrace. They're doing the same thing uh, with this. Uh, Martha calls them on the carpet, and good for her for doing so. Martha Zoller, Woman of the Year, Talkers Mag, Talkers.com. And then you can check out MarthaZoller.com for the best of the Martha Zoller show and more. The interview uh, finishes now. Absolutely. Absolutely. And they were asked, did they coordinate, and they said no. So, again, it will depend on what 
um, the judge believes. But it was so funny because while it was happening, I flip, was flipping around uh, and watching uh, different di different networks. And on MSNBC, they were saying she was toast, she was done. And by the next morning, they had changed their tune. And they had said, oh, what a great job she did and all this kind of stuff. So clearly the Democratic uh, news outlets got their talking points overnight because they went from saying what we all saw, which was the terrible job that she did, to moving it up uh, to where, where it was racial or whatever it is or she was believable. So clearly they got their talking points overnight. But, Martha, she is toast. Either in court they'll let her go and turn her out and or if they keep her, it will be with the American people, right? Yeah. Yeah, because she thought she, she could build this into some career to run for governor, and it is not going to happen now. All right. What do you think the future is for Donald Trump with all these cases? They plague him, plague him, plague him. They scheduled one of them for March, which is right. I mean, I don't even know how to respond to all this, really. What do you think is going to be the, the I details what, here? I, you know, all the polling shows that if he gets some actual convictions, like, say, in the document case or something like that, that that will impact him with independents and um, and left uh, right-leaning Democrats and that it could make a difference. My feeling is, and I'd love to know what your listeners say, because mine say they're going to stay with him no matter what, even if he gets convictions. But the polling, which we're pointing to the polling to show he's ahead, but if you dig down into the cross tabs, it shows that if he actually gets a conviction on a felony, that it may change people's minds. But I think none of these cases are actually going to be completely adjudicated before the election. I think his, his lawyers are doing a brilliant job of pushing everything out. And I didn't think it was likely that they could get the cases together in less than a year anyway. Because you know how the court system is, and especially when you've yes. got a lot of money uh, in the court system. It takes a long time. Here's what I would say. I would say this. They told you when he went down the escalator in the very beginning that it ruined the country, that it would just absolutely melt down the whole nation. We had one of the greatest economy stints under his leadership. So like or dislike Donald, they've been telling you that it's the demise of the Donald forever. This idea that just because he gets convicted, it will be uh, curtains for Donald is wishful thinking. He'll be basically, you know, a convicted president is what will happen uh, because the American people know that the convictions are fraudulent, to say the least. People know this. And so I think the polls are manipulated for wishful thinking on their part and the proof is they've been pushing yeah. his demise from the very beginning well look it's it's a love-hate relationship isn't it you know because the news organizations love criticizing him but they and they hate him but they've got trump derangement syndrome but they also love the clicks they get when the story's about donald trump you know if the story's not about donald trump nobody wants to read it and yeah, they want to rage for ratings, don't they? Yeah, they love the ratings that they get. And if you look at news agencies across the country, there's huge layoffs in the traditional media right now. I mean, it is something because a lot of the old media has been bought up by billionaires like Jeff Bezos and other people like that. And you know what? Those guys are capitalists, and they want to make a profit. They're not buying these newspapers because they – you know, because they, they're doing a public interest, they want to make money. So the Washington Post, the New York Times, the L.A. Times, the list goes on, Sports Illustrated, they have laid off most of their staff in some departments 
because, you know, people don't want to read this woke drivel anymore. They want to see um, real articles. And that's why I flip around to a lot of different things. I read a lot of different things because you even have to read the left-leaning stuff so that you can kind of mesh it in with what that's you right. know to be true. Because if you don't, then you don't know what the other side is thinking. Yeah, you got to keep an eye on the enemy for sure. That's right. <laughs> Martha Zoller, well-known talk show host in Georgia. We need a nationally syndicator, by the way. Woman of the Year, according to Talkers Magazine for 2023. Thank you so much. We'll have you back soon. Thanks for having me. It was a great chat. There she goes, ladies and gentlemen, doing a phenomenal job. We're going to keep an eye on this, what's happening. Martha has the latest news on what's happening to President Trump's legal case in Georgia and a whole lot more. We'll keep an eye on that ball. Thanks for listening. Liberty Roundtable Live on your favorite talk station. All right. It's not the end of the show, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman just finishing up a pre-recorded interview with Martha Zoller, doing a great job, Martha is. Um, there's so many stories. It's so hard to know what to cover. Uh, with the remaining minutes that we have. By the way, um, our, my TV show is on Bridie on TV coming up a little later today at noon Mountain Time, 2 Eastern. Uh, so myself and George Ballantine uh, and Lance Miliacho uh, will all three be uh, doing the Liberty Roundtable Live TV show, which currently is every other Thursday. Hopefully we'll expand and, and move into that a little bit more and embrace that. But there's so much going on, so much news to cover. Uh, we're going to be doing that. So check that out, brighteon.tv for the live broadcast, available archived at brighteon.com. So check that out. Now, more media outlets sue OpenAI. More media outlets sue OpenAI over copyright infringement. There's a great article written by Yewen Liu. Uh, about this and highlighting that you know what they're mad because a lot of the content that they're building and putting up and everything else ai bots are just stealing it and open ai is just grabbing it and archiving it and then parroting it out when somebody run, wants to write an article and asks uh the chat gpt and other to, to write it for they're stealing content uh so is chat gpt a plagiarizer or plagiarizing is the question uh, and, and the media people are saying yes we're suing you over it so we'll keep an eye on that ball as lawsuit lawfare nation continues unabated in the constitutional republic. Uh, it's tragic to say the least. All right, we also talked about, we need to talk about this, former NBC host. It's a um, MSNBC host. I don't know how to say this person's name. Nady Hasen? Or Mady Hasen? Anyway, Mady Hasen or Hasen. Um, I guess is now launching a new media company, said so on Wednesday after leaving the network, got kind of let go and said, man, I got to start my own now. He announced the launch of his new media network. It's called Zedio, I think is how you say it. Zedio, which he said will, quote, get to the truth. I'm back with a whole new media company. And then he basically says, in fact, um, he said, hey, it's my own. It's my own media company. We're going to get to the truth. And then he breaks down what this term is. We're calling it Zetio or Zetio. It's the ancient, ancient, I'm sorry, ancient Greek word um, that goes back to Socrates and Plato and such like that. And it means to, quote, seek out the truth, to inquire 
to discover or to get to the truth of the matter. Very interesting name choice for this. And um, anyway, I kind of find that interesting. So more and more and more uh, big talkers or whatever you want to say, commentators or newsmen, women, whatever, uh, they all get fired from big media, from the you know yesteryear clown show media that's losing viewers left and right to the new media taking center stage. I've been the one to highlight this more than anybody for a longer period of time than anybody. And, and it's happening. And so now this guy is saying, hey, I got to do my own media company. I've been telling you forever, ladies and gentlemen, he who owns the media makes the rules. Boy, howdy, are they learning the truth, aren't they? I'm, I've been the truth teller the whole time on this topic, and everybody's coming to the party a little late, but I'm glad to welcome them to the party nevertheless. Quick pause, back in seconds on your radio. Recent studies show that parents who smoke in the home are more likely to have children who smoke. Yes, in fact, my brother, he's 22 now, he told me and my father that's why he started smoking. One of the reasons why he started smoking is because my dad was around, you know, and he, he, my dad, they saw my dad smoking. My dad said, okay, I don't want you to smoke. I don't want you to you know, watch what I'm doing. Recent studies also show that in homes where parents don't smoke, their children usually don't smoke either. I am the way I am because my grandparents taught me what not to do. They gave me morals. They gave me belief. They gave me something to believe in. They just taught me well. I love them. <laughs> I do. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to LocalHoneyMan.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at LocalHoneyMan.com. Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family, we the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. All right, Mitt, whacked out Utah Senator Romney. Oh, my heavens, what is happening here? Headline is just out of control. I got this from the American America News Nation. America News Nation with this piece. Romney claims there's absolutely no way he would ever vote for Trump over Joe Biden. America News Nation highlighting it's virtually an endorsement of Joe Biden. This is insane. He's talking about, oh, Trump's character is so horrible uh, that he could pot never vote for the Donald. And my response is, how do you be so hostile to the Donald 
and consider Joe Biden when Joe Biden literally is a national security risk to the nation. He really, really is. Um, he doesn't know where he is half the time. He can't articulate himself. He gets confused plenty of times. He, I mean, he's got all the symptoms of serious, serious concern. Why Jill allows her husband to be trotted out like that and mocked and everything else. Now, some say Michelle Obama uh, and or, you know, uh, Gavin Newsom or some of these people are going to, you know, waltz right in. And I don't know about that. Uh, you know, I think that they're holding on to Joe a whole lot longer than they need to. But, uh, you know, we'll see about the timing and all this kind of stuff. But, man, we're literally uh, really tomorrow into March, right? I mean, there's not a lot of time. All of March, all of April, May, June, July, August, September, October. I mean, they've really got, you know, what, eight months left, basically? Uh, it's about it. And so, you know, how much change can they make without uh, a reset, restart? And, and how well can these people, you know, skip all the debates, skip all the pre-early states? Once a bunch of states have voted in their primaries and stuff like that, to insert a candidate later and miss all the primaries and anything else, it means they're literally vote manipulating. Half the people that voted in their primaries wouldn't have the option that is in the general election in their primaries. See, there was no challenge. It So it, I don't know, it, it's going south fast on this thing. But I find Mitt Romney's response just absolutely insanity. Now, you know what? I'm not really a Trump guy either. I understand Romney's concerns there. Donald Trump's got some character flaws. Donald Trump's you know, made promises that he never delivered on. We'll get to that in just a second. Uh, but all I'm telling you is it's crazy town. Now, Mitch McConnell bowing out, saying the American people don't, you know, believe in his style of governing anymore. They want a different Donald Trump-esque style. McConnell, they say, will step down as GOP leader at the end of this year. I couldn't say more good riddance by Mitch. You're a nutcase, whack job, deep state insider, in my humble opinion, to which I'm entitled. They could say, Sam, that's, wow, where's your civility? That's a horrible attack. You know what? He has betrayed and hoodwinked and manipulated the American people for decades. So have all the other mainstream politicians that have been up there for decades, too. And so I don't mean to attack them personally. He might be a nice guy. He might be a great neighbor to, to you know, hang out for dinner or whatever, barbecue, neighborhood, uh, you know, barbecue or whatever. He might be a nice guy. He might be a great guy at church. When it comes to the nation, though, he's literally failed at his oath of office. And that's why I, I, I bring up this attack like I do. Uh, it's not that I want to abuse Mitch. I, ho I hope he goes home and has a great family life and retires. But he's really done damage to the nation. He's really stood in the way of true negotiation to solve problems. Why? Why do these politicians do this? Mike Johnson's starting to go down the same road. Well, RFKJR isn't really a politician, but he's running for president on the independent ticket. Why? Because they kicked him out of the Democrat Party in an election fraud scenario. Hey, we won't let you get on the ballot and you know, create primary challenges. That's what I'm saying. There was no primary because they kicked RFK JR out. Uh, the other candidates couldn't get on the ballot in a bunch of states. And Michelle and uh, Newsom, those guys aren't even there yet if they ever get there. So, wow. But anyway, RFK JR speaks truth to power many, many, many times. I commend him for it. I don't agree with him on everything, but when he does what's right, I support him. When he doesn't, I reject it politely, but, you know, articulate why. Same thing with Donald, same thing with RFK, same thing with everybody. But anyway, RFK JR gives his endorsement. Yeah, quote, an incredible successor to Mitch McConnell. He says, Rand Paul, so hashtag Rand Paul, shout out, would be an incredible successor to McConnell. He said this, he's shown great judgment and has the grit 
to put Americans first. Hardworking Americans first. Anyway, a uh, great, great article uh, about that. And I agree with RFKJR. Rand Paul would make a great successor to Mitch McConnell. Rand Paul would make a great vice presidential pick. Rand Paul's not perfect, but, man, he's one of the best we have up there. I'll promise you that. Anyway, so I, I thought I'd bring that story to your attention uh, as well. See how there's just so much news. It's just, wow. How do you get to it all and cover it all and provide meaning monologue and, and, and you know, uh, relevancy and, and, and clarity to the discussions is, is a challenge, to say the least. Justices are now divided over Donald Trump's administration's gun stock ban, or bump stock ban, I should say. Uh, the bump stocks. Donald made them illegal, they say, after one of the worst gun shootings in history. I understand all that, but shame on the Donald for violating your Second Amendment. And shame on those who backed the Donald at the courts and everywhere else. But now the Supreme Court's divided over this. They say it's an ideological division. So, in other words, what interpretation of that is red and blue, right? Liberals and conservatives, whatever divide line you want. They say they're, you know, diametrically opposed to one another. They are divided over Trump. The Supreme Court, quote, wrestled on Wednesday over the Trump administration, whether the Trump administration acted lawfully, in enacting a ban on bump stocks. And can I tell you this right now? Yes, Donald Trump acted unlawfully. He violated the Second Amendment, folks. You don't have a right to take a, a, a piece of equipment and say that somehow it's unconstitutional. They say that a decision on this case is expected by late June. Oh, boy. I don't even know how to respond to this, but uh, I think Donald's wrong on this one. I don't, I don't mean to be rude to Donald on this, but they say, hey, why hasn't Congress enacted a law about this? I don't understand. What do you mean to wonder allow why Congress hasn't done something? Why Congress has not enacted legislation that more explicitly covered such devices. Because it's unconstitutional. That's why, ma'am. Don't you know that? See, that's the problem here. I don't think they understand. It's, it's against the law. The more you infringe on our right to keep and bear arms. I know why Congress hasn't enacted laws, because they don't have authority to do so, and they know it. Justice Neil Gorsuch, one of the, quote, court's most conservative members, agreed. Anyway, he basically says, hey, Congress shouldn't be the one to act. Maybe it should be an administrative agency. No, we don't need to govern by unconstitutional administrative agencies, Gorsuch. Anyway, they've had months of lies and denials by Democrats, the Biden regime, the fake news. Anyway, it goes on and on and on and on about this thing. Well, the last story that I want to highlight, I've mentioned it. It came out a couple of days ago, but I want to highlight it really quick. Attorney General Merrick Garland has been subpoenaed. Congressional investigators are seeking all materials relating to special counsel's um, investigation into the classified documents case for Joe Biden. Can we just say he's a bumbling old man and let him off the hook? I don't think so. The House Judiciary Committee announced on Tuesday 
Jim Jordan, Representative James Comer, and others subpoena Attorney General Merrick Garland for records, including transcripts, notes, video, and audio files, all relating to uh, special counsel Robert Hur's investigation of President Joe Biden's. I'm going to take out president of my headline because I don't believe we should call him president. Um, anyway, his willful mishandling of classified information, folks. Why are they going to let Joe off the hook but attack Donald over the same thing? It's insane. All right. Hey, by the way, a couple of days ago, we had on Chris Hoare, by the way. Chris Hoare is uh, founder of Satellite Phone Store, sat123.com and phone123.com. Check out their incredible offerings. Use the code MAC50 for a discount. Anyway, we talked about AT&T's lying about the cyber attack. They claim it's an internal issue. No big deal. No harm, no foul. Uh, but all these other companies are affected downstream. And if it's really an internal issue, how did it affect all these other companies? Does it mean all traffic is ran through AT&T? Are they admitting something? Nothing is official until it has first been denied is the bottom line about that. Anyway, there's so much news, folks. Stay tuned for the TV show coming up coming up a little later today. We're starting to add more TV to what we're doing because we believe people love to watch videos. I mean, it's the latest uh, pastime for Americans to just, you know, what do you call it? Scroll on their phones or watch video after video after video. Anyway, hopefully we can put together some video commentary and news that makes sense for you. Check it out at brighteon.tv. That's for the live or brighteon.com for the archives of Liberty Roundtable Live TV. That's coming up. So stay tuned for that. If you miss it at the live time, you can, of course, do the archives just as you can with this broadcast. The archives for this show are at lovingliberty.net, our nationally syndicated radio network. We thank them for their incredible work and support and involvement and all that they do. Lovingliberty.net. I love liberty to you. All right. We need to stand in the gap. We need to stand for liberty. We need to, what, stand tall? We need to stand our ground is what we really need to do, ladies and gentlemen, and hold these criminals uh, to account for their criminal activity. All right. Thanks for being alongside for the ride. Hopefully it was educational and entertaining. I am Sam Bushman. This is Liberty Roundtable. LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.